these people do not live in the same world as regular people. Do what God has called you to do. Don't be concerned about other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither can we. We created this platform for those other girls, girls like us, who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, pop culture, and everything in between. So let's be those other girls that just don't talk about culture, but change culture. Hi, everyone. Hello, everybody. Everyone, you're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Freeman. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. So good to be here. I have my cucumber water. I'm ready. Yay. I have my just regular water and I'm ready. I um, like it. Anything interesting happened to you this week? Okay. So if you know me, you know I hate cars. I hate dealing with my car. I hate anything. I hate getting in my car. I hate getting out of my car. I hate looking at my car. I hate smelling my car. I hate taking my car anywhere. So I've had this tire that I know has a hole in it. It's it's honestly been flat since like before I can remember. I will have people like pulling me over being like, your tire is flat and everyone knows about it. And I just refuse to get it taken. So finally I was like, okay, instead of getting a new tire, which is going to be expensive and timely, I'm going to get an air pump. So lo and behold, I bought an air pump and given how much my anxiety flares when I think about my car, I let the air pump like sit for six weeks before I finally broke it out. And today was the day that I broke out the air pump and I plugged it in and like it just kind of like was sitting there and the number wasn't doing anything. And I was like, something's not right. So I looked it up. Of course, I'm not going to look at the instructions because why no, would you do that? Not when you have and Google. Exactly. So I was like looking on Google and then... I spotted this magical power button. So I pressed the power button and it started humming really loud and the numbers started going up and I am just on fire. I feel like I could just conquer the world. So that was my celebration for the day. So STEM, okay, okay. Notice notice how I don't go get a new tire. (laughs) Like I'm not doing that. Tires are expensive. How much was the pump? It was like 50 bucks on Amazon. And I really feel like I'm just going to fill it up until I have the money and the time. Well, I had to get a tire weeks, probably months ago at this point. And I I was on a trip. I don't remember where I was, but I came back um, in the airport. And my dad uh, drove to pick me up. And he was like, so uh, were you aware that your tire was completely flat? (laughs) And I was like, what? No. And I wasn't aware. I did have the horseshoe with the exclamation point. I did have that. But I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'll care about that later. Like, out of sight, out of mind. Like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. concern myself with it. And then my dad said, though, like, while I was gone, he went outside and looked at my car. And the tire was, like, completely flat at that point. And I was like, hmm, that's crazy. Uh, oh he was God. like, well, we got you another tire. And I was like, well, thank you so much. Two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, 
And probably it took him the whole day to do it, right? And it was on a Sunday. So, yeah, the whole day. That was the thing, yeah. too. It had to be an emergency because he had to go to an emergency place. Yeah. Um, $250. Yeah. Especially That's since, like, my I nightmare. Car. Yeah. So I would just, I mean, $50, $250, 50 250 I just stick with yeah. the air pump. Yeah, exactly. So what about you? Anything interesting? Um... I really need to start Oops Spoilers again because I have so much to say. <gasps> I finish Shiny Happy People. I'll talk about that another time. Okay. I also finished Manifest. If you have Oh my gosh, finished... we're finishing Manifest right now. Okay. I guess I'll wait. What part are you at? Oh, I don't I don't really care, you honestly. Don't care about Andy's Are you sure? I I'm I think it's the stupidest show <gasps> of all time. Manifest? I am like about the plane. Yeah, it is so dumb. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? I am shook. Everybody, please comment and tell Freeman how she's wrong. I cannot believe this. Okay, the first few seasons are good, but then it just becomes like, I have the magic powers. Okay, you know, I'm like, I will say it lost, it went from. I guess like like I was fall I was tracking the yeah. first few seasons. Now I'm just like lost. Well, the first really. season I feel it was like more of drama. Now it's kind of moved over to sci-fi almost. Like it's more yes. of a sci-fi show. Yeah. Whereas I like so know. it gets compared to actually before we continue, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I'm going to talk about the ending and I'm going to talk about so many things. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So if you have not seen the end of Manifest. Fast forward. Oops, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I'm giving you time. Go ahead and fast forward if you have not seen the end of Manifest. Okay. So what I was going to say is, so, you know, have you seen Lost? No. Okay. You should see Lost. That's really good. It gets compared to Lost a lot. So Lost, except for the last season, was 10 out of 10, like, best show ever. Last season was absolute trash. It's actually notoriously known for being trash, the last season, because it made no sense, and it just didn't fit in the plot. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, like, I will say Lost kind of stuck, for the most part. There was, like, one or two things that were kind of, like, a little bit sci-fi, but it stuck kind of with, like, the drama genre, mm-hmm. where it's manifest. Like a storyline. Yeah. And Manifest Character kind development. of just took off. Um, so I finished Manifest. And if you're listening and you don't care about the... Sp- you're still listening because you don't care about the spoiler. You absolutely should see it. I think it's such a great show. The ending was Waste such a time. beautiful example of, like, grace, redemption, love, sacrifice. Okay. Great. I mean, I'm- it was it was so good. Like, I... Okay, I'm going to say this part. You sure you don't want to hear spoilers? I'm I'm fine, honestly. I I do my own thing when he's watching, but continue. Okay, so the very last episode when judgment happens. So this is the part like I li- I teared up. So the very last episode when judgment happens. So everyone that is bad uh, or that was you know deemed bad, they like kind of blow up in ash, kind of like how Infinity War was. Um. So okay, actually, I'm sorry. So before all that. Angeline, she has her little magic thing, and she yes, comes... the blue thing. Yes. So the old plane comes up from out of the ground, and everybody's getting on the plane because that's what needs to happen next. Well, Angeline comes with her cult and is like, "Get off the plane! This is plane is only for me, my people." And uh, you know, there's fighting and ensues. Everybody gets on the plane. Long story short, it comes to a point where Angeline is on the ground, and Ben has a huge gun. 
aiming it at her. And it's like, if you know the story, uh, Angeline killed Grace. Um, and at that moment, we thought it was unremorseful. She did say she was sorry. Um, she kidnapped his daughter. Like, I mean, this man has been through it because yeah. of this woman. Yeah. And he has the gun and has a chance to end it all. Throughout the whole show, I was saying, someone should just kill her. Get it over with. Like, just kill her. You're Like, she's ruined everyone's life. And she hasn't even done anything to me. But Ben, after everything she's done, he realizes, like, it's, like, me killing her is not going to do anything. Like, that's not what it is. Especially because she did say she was sorry. She did not, like, she never intended to kill Grace. Mm -hmm. So she th he throws down the gun and then picks her up with the fire image. Anyway, so good. So then they get on the plane. They get on the plane and that's when everybody starts. Like, if you, so the pe there are people who were unrepentant. That's what it is. It was, if you were unrepentant and you didn't forgive, you blew up. So there were people who just were throughout the whole series. Well, not throughout the whole series. Well, one lady who we kind of met early on as she like abused her daughter. I forgot her name. She was so irrelevant to the last couple of episodes. And she was unrepentant. She knew what she was doing and she blew up. So then there was a time when Adrian, who throughout most of the season was kind of bad too, he created a cult around himself, took money from people. And oh, Egan, the black guy? Who, the black guy, yep. Mm -hmm. And Egan, the little scam artist guy who was like the funniest character, he should have been in more episodes. They yeah, were, like the black with, hair. Yeah, I don't know what, I can't tell what race he is. I think he's Latino maybe? I don't know. Yeah. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. He's actually kind mm -hmm. of cute, but he's a little scam artist-y. Um, anyway, so they're sitting next to each other and Adrian is about to die and Egan, who has never done anything for anybody but himself the entire show, is like, you know what, this guy, like, Adrian really started making amends, like, last couple episodes, Adrian really did turn his life around. He realized he was doing something wrong. So Egan took off his, like, necklace that was supposed to represent, like, an angel, I think, and gave it to, to him and said, just take me instead. And then Adrian ended up not dying. So then it was... Egan almost died and Adrian was like well he just sacrificed himself he was going to give himself up so then he ended up not dying and it was just like yes like that was the thing like at the last second when people like you know not to make it all Christian-y but at the last mm -hmm. second like I mean think about the center on the you cross still have time. you, you still, still have, time. have time you still have time so that happened you know I was like yeah 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 so here's the thing so they fly into the big like I forgot what they called it the big like light or whatever and then they all start walking off the plane and it goes back to five and a half years ago and they're like oh my goodness i'm you know miss flow stopped by so i'm like super emotional and i think i might cry but i cried the first time i saw it and they get off the plane and then grace who like was missing the whole season who was like the glue to everything she was so great best character she's like ben and it was just so cute um yeah grace was there so they just went back five and a half years so grace was there and then cal because he sacrificed himself for the whole plane thing he was there as a kid and he doesn't remember anything which is great so he doesn't have all that burdensomeness about it olive was a kid and like everybody got to do the net the five and a half years over again but everybody that was like on the plane remembered it the people who had died before um but they had not died because of their sins they all came back, but they don't remember. But everybody that um, came back and, like, they were, they did good with their callings. They were able to do the good things. They all remember it. Um, and everybody's just going about their business. And then 
Um, who did you think Michaela? Well, you weren't really watching, but who do you think Michaela should have been with? Zeke or I think, Jared? I think she ends up with Jared. Okay. Do you think she? Who do you think she's better with? Jared. I agree. Zeke is not attractive. I okay. I agree. I think Zeke's less attractive than Jared. Jared's the most attractive person on the show, by far and above. Um, but yes. oh, okay. So since you haven't gotten that far, um, Drea is pregnant by Zeke. I mean, sorry, by Jared. Jared gets Drea pregnant because they're just which like, one is Drea? So the cop that took uh, Mick's place and they were just hooking up. Remember, they were just hooking up because they're just having fun. It was his partner, his cop partner get the cop partner yeah yes yes so um wait the cop partner was i don't really know who that is i don't remember that i'll show you a picture after but dre is okay. pregnant so um and anyway long story short at the very end mick so we find out before the end of the show that Zeke was actually at the airport the day they came back doing his cab rides. So Mick breaks up with Jared because Jared is really supposed to be with Drea because Drea wants a family and Jared wants a family, but Mick doesn't want a family because, you know, she has all this drama. Drea is the short hair girl. Yes. She's Got really it. pretty, but, you know, yeah. she's no Mick. Mick is gorgeous. No, she's no Mick. Um, and, you know, Jared and Mick really should be together, but they want separate things. So then Mick runs out to the cab. And talks to it's just such a sweet ending. Tons so the story is that heaven no, is the, basically no, earth? No, the story is they are judged for what they did. And then they, um, so the end of the, it's the end of the world, I guess it looks. But I thought you said they get off the plane. They do get off the plane. But they get off the plane. And everybody's, like, waving. No. Are they, they waving off... in heaven or are they waving on earth? They get off the plane to five years in the past. So once they get off the plane, it's actually so 2013. If it's, if it's no. In the, if it's in... No, no, no. It's like they didn't disappear. It was what should have oh, actually right. happened. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the five and a half years don't exist. It's like a different timeline. I guess that doesn't say. make sense, though. That doesn't, like, why would you do that? Why would... Like, why would those 20... 20... 30, 40, 50 people be the only ones to be judged? Why wouldn't the whole world be judged? I think I think that's the point. It's just random. A lot, literally, life is just randomness. Why is an X, Y, and Z? I think that's the point. From That's what mm. I got out of it. Like, they just picked mm, any, many, money. you. You're going to be the people that we're going to judge the whole world by X, Y, and Z. Oh, so you think the God judged the whole world by them? Well, Yes, and hmm. yeah, I think the God judged the whole world because it was supposed to end. There was all these volcanoes and things like that. All this mm -hmm. stuff was happening, and then um, they did not happen. They saved the world. They saved the world. Wow. Can you think of any other stories that are like, you know, one cute girl and one cute boy have to save the world? I think it's a great show. And I believe you're hating on it like this. I am just, I, I'm just flabbergasted. I don't know a single person on earth that's seen the show that does not like it. Like legitimately, I, just, I don't know anyone else that does not like it. I mean, I'm sorry. I literally crack Do you up like when they. You don't like sci-fi stuff. I feel like if you don't like sci-fi, I stuff, just feel like it's like cheesy. It. It's like she was talking to the dead. You know, it's like. I'm just not buying it. 
Do you know what I mean? It's just cheesy. It's like no, my hand is glowing with a uh, vision. It's like yeah. I don't understand, but I respect that. We don't have to like the same things. Um, mm-hmm, that's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there could be someone else out there in the world that agrees with you. I don't know who they are. One of them is my husband, but he doesn't like starting something and not finishing it. So oh, he's he, forcing himself to watch it. Where, like, What season are you guys on? We're like the last season, I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay, like, okay. We've gotten to the volcano. Okay, yeah. So you're in the last season, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. It's an amazing story um show and i highly recommend it um i finished it this weekend 10 out of 10 oh i actually knew someone who was an extra in it i was watching it um an episode this was maybe like two excuse me like season three maybe even season two and i went back i was like is that uh oh my gosh that's really funny i was like is that lexington and then i was i took a picture of it i said lexington is this you and he's like, oh, oh yeah, my you're watching that? And I'm like, yeah, okay, this is kind of cool. He was like, That's yeah, really it was funny. a cool cast. Yeah. Okay, well, it's almost 20 minutes in. Yes. And to be honest, you guys, it's not like we have fantastic stories. Um, It's been a, a slowish <laughs> week. No, they aren't fantastic stories. I mean, <laughs> they're, two of them are really kind of happy stories, Um. Which is great, but, like, not too much crazy stuff has happened this week. Yeah. So, I was kind of drawing it out. Well, I'm um, glad you said that, because I couldn't really think of much to write down. I wasn't I, really oh, feeling, I, like... I saw. That's why I was like, okay. When I was looking, I was like, okay, we have got to add something else. Because, like, there wasn't much to say. Um, We did add... I did add a story last minute. Um, Which will be the first story. So, we might have stuff to say with that. Um, so just a reminder, we have cute merch. You should get our app and you should, um, join the Patreon. Oh my goodness. Ugh, completely forgot. Should not have forgotten this. I want to shout out one of our listeners, Renee. She sent me her graduation announcement. Well, sent Renee. us. Yes. A graduation announcement. I want to shout you out and congratulate you from graduating. Um, college is great. College is important. It's really important for everyone to get your education. It doesn't necessarily matter what college you go to as long as you go and make the most of your situation. Most of your experience. Your situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, make the most of your situation if you don't like mm-hmm. your college. But, like, make the most of your education while you're there. That means actually getting your work done and then also enjoying times where you can network and, you know, making good friends, um, getting involved with internships. So college is important. You know what? This I'll just go ahead and say what I was. I had a little thing I was going to say at the beginning. I'm just going to say it now since we're talking about it. College really is important, and following what God has planned for you is really important as well. There is a new movement within the conservative movement that I'm sure everybody has seen and heard. Yep. There's things mm-hmm. that have gone viral on Twitter recently. You guys know what I'm talking about. And I just want to reiterate: do what God has called you to do. Do not change your plans because you think someone that you um have been listening to has said to go this way. I just think, or um, I'm going to change my whole life because I want to meet somebody. So I'm just going to pack up, move, and just go to a whole nother city. And I'm just going to do all these other things that I just think I should do just to meet someone because I really want to get married getting married there's nothing wrong with that getting married young is nothing wrong that's a great thing if if that could happen for you i don't think that's a bad thing but you Mm -hmm. have to make sure you're doing what god has called you to do because being married is a serious serious thing i mean you guys saw what happened lauren southern 
um steven crowder like being married is not anything to joke about it's not something to do to own the libs let's be rebels and get mm-hmm. married and have kids sure those are great nice things i'm not against that do not hear me say that what i'm saying is like that's not the purpose to get married <laughs> um get married have babies those are great things i want everybody to do it i would like to do it one day hopefully but i you have to do it in god's timing and you have to do it with the right person um so I just really wanted to say that and I just wanted to add a little bit of context to um, some of these people do not live in the same world as regular people. What do I mean by that? With money, and this is just a fact, with money, you can do more, you can say more, you can live a different type of life um, with money. Don't hear me say I'm dragging them. I would love to have that type of money. I would trade places with them in a hot second. But that's just not everybody's situation. And if you're listening, it might not be your situation. So, you know, your husband, you meet someone, you guys are are just not in a place financially to do X, Y, and Z. That's okay. You just have to follow your path. Do what God has called you to do. Don't be concerned about other people. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just my spiel. Freeman, you want to add anything to that? No, I think that was lovely. Okay, let's get into our stories. Also, congratulations again to Renee. Congrats, Renee. Ready? Cheers to you. Clink. All right, ladies. Our first story is from Evie Magazine. This is the topic that we talk about a lot, but I think we should keep talking about it. <laughs> um, okay. This OnlyFans model quits. OnlyFans. And she's looking for a high-value man. Quote, he doesn't want a wife who the world has access to. End quote. Australian OnlyFans star Megan James shared the harsh reality of sex work in a candid Instagram story post. James now seeks a, quote, high-value man and admits she doesn't want her future daughters to, quote, suffer in a porn-fueled society. Megan James, who goes by the username Chaos of Her, the Chaos of Her on Instagram, shares a dark side of the sex industry in a candid post. The model is among the top 13% of OnlyFans creators according to her page on the website the melbourne model admits she loved the creativity aspect of the sex work way more than the money but the posting nudes no longer aligns with the life she desires adding that pornography impacts the healthiest impacts the healthiest relationships she recognizes that it desensitizes individuals to intimacy and fuels jealousy between couples many women's boyfriends also subscribe to james and that no longer sits right with her mm. The money was epic, let's be real, she admits. We love money. Money is not a dirty word. Wanting money and loving money is not shameful. But I learned a few things in the last few months that meant that this avenue of money flow no longer aligns with the vision I have for who I want to be, what I want out of life, and what I want in a partner, and how I feel about the effect this type of work is having the way the future generations will neurologically perceive pleasure. James clarifies she's not shaming OnlyFans girls and that the sex work industry won't disappear anytime soon. However, facts are facts. Previously, porn was a fantasy, a girl you would never meet or know or think Mm -hmm. of again. 
Now, these are everyday girls who don't necessarily have an understanding or respect for the sex work industry and the women who've worked in it for years. They're girls like me who can bump who you can bump into at the beach, at a cafe, in your supermarket. They're influencers who you love and you follow. And even if you are the most open-minded person, which I am, this is 100% affecting the healthiest of relationships. If you have a yes to porn agreement and then he subs to your favorite influencer, that is going to cause any female to feel some type of way. And after being the girl who many people's boyfriends sub to, it no longer sits right to me. It interferes with your neurological pleasure pathways. The more hypersexualized content you consume, the less you'll be aroused by regular intimacy. Mm-hmm. I don't want that for my future daughter. I don't want to contribute to it. Say what you want about James, but she's right. Besides the erectile dysfunction caused by frequent masturbation, science has shown that pornography increases dopamine in the brain the same way ad- addictive substances do. And as we know, addiction has side effects such as depression, anxiety, and other symptoms. Porn has also been shown to decrease the gray area in the prefrontal clobe, gl- cortex, I don't know why I said that, prefrontal cortex, diminishing your capacity for logical decision-making and moral justifications. Mm. Well, first couple of things I want to say. She said, we love money. Money is not a dirty word. Wanting money and loving money is not shameful. I will say the Bible does say the love of money is the root of all evil. So I wanted to point Mm. that out. I thought that was interesting that she said, loving money is not shameful. I think a more proper statement would be recognizing that money gets you gives you security gets Mm -hmm. you um security really Mm -hmm. is okay and it's there's nothing wrong with wanting that i think wanting money Mm -hmm. is not necessarily wrong um because statistic i mean not statistically like they've done studies and like money does make you happier up until a certain point once you get to Mm -hmm. that point you kind of stagnant but like i'm sorry don't take this the wrong way to anyone listening the poorest person in San Francisco is not as happy as the upper middle class girl yeah. whose husband is paying all her bills because they're super rich. Like, that's just, yeah. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. So there's nothing wrong with wanting money. Um, but loving money is the issue. Loving money is the problem. Mm-hmm. And loving money, I think, is how most of these women get here. Mm-hmm. And sorry for me. I have a couple of things and then I'll let you go. Sorry, because I feel like oh, you no, have a lot to ahead. say. And I'm go just... Ahead. And I want to also point out the 13%. She's the top 13% of creators. I want to say, I could be wrong. I want to say 99%, not 99%, sorry. Like a good majority, I cannot remember the exact number. A good majority of the girls on there are making like less than $200 a month. I know. That over is so like Over 50%. I want to say in the 90 percentile but i can't someone can look it up i wish we had like a uh, jamie from um mm-hmm. joe rogan jamie look this up for me i want to say it's like uh in the 90s make less than 200 dollars a month so yeah. she's at the 13 percent so i mean you know she's still making so much more money than a lot of these other girls but i think the fact mm-hmm. that she's saying this at when she's already been at the top speaks volumes 
I also think that it's really important for us to, because I'm sure people are going to be like, oh my goodness, you guys talk about some sort of OnlyFans girl pouring something every episode. And we do. And sometimes, <laughs> like, when I was thinking about it, I was just like, am I fatigued of this? And I'm kind of not fatigued yet. I think because we need to talk more about this. And whenever someone does come out, I think it's good to share their story. I yeah. think it's like when someone comes out of some sort of addiction. Whenever we hear that, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone has kicked fentanyl, like, we should talk about it. We should praise them. We should, you know encourage them like hey the best is yet to come you did it you've done it um so i think that's one of the reasons why i do want to keep talking about this and i do want to highlight women like this um and then when she said it affects the relationships a it makes me think that like someone she was dating must have um and now she's looking for a high value man so someone she's dating yeah. must have been looking at pornography so now she gets it because she's on the other side of it now um, and this is the truth. I don't care what, if you're a man listening, I don't care what your girl says. She definitely feels some type of way. Yeah. I am in Facebook groups with girls who aren't even Christians. And some of them will tie like, will um, it's like this group. I don't even know how I got into it, but it's like about makeup and beauty and something. And like girls will just ask the most random stuff. That's like really weird and like way too personal. And I mean, there was a, a season, I wanted to maybe even around COVID, where people were, girls were asking like every other week, is it weird my boyfriend is watching porn? I kind of feel weird about wow. it. And like, oh my gosh. there'd be all these girls, no girl, let him do it. And there'd be girls who were like, it's okay to feel weird about it. Like, it's not, he probably shouldn't be doing that. So my whole point, man, is even mm-hmm. like most girls recognize that even if she's acting chill about it, most girls recognize that like, it's not, it's uncomfortable. You don't want your spouse, your boyfriend, your fiance to do that because really what they're doing is cheating on you. If someone else is giving you pleasure in that way, they're cheating on you. Um, so yeah. And then, sorry, last thing. Mm -hmm. I love how she discussed the neurological sense of it because that is exactly Mm -hmm. what happens. It desensitizes you. I want to just reiterate what I've said on the podcast so many times it always escalates because it desensitizes. It could start off with vanilla, but explain to me why some of the most watched is barely legal. Some of the most watched is rape fantasy. Some of the most mm-hmm. watched is even um like um like uh BDSM. BDSM, things like that. Why if it's just so sweet and harmless, it's because it escalates. It yeah. always escalates. So if you're watching porn if you have an only fans you watch girls whether you're a girl or a guy because girls uh statistically girls are now becoming uh, more uh addicted to pornography as well there is hope it is not over for you you have like there are so many resources out there freeman i would love to share them with you fight the new drug.org is a great it's mm-hmm. not even it's non-religious non-political um mm-hmm. they're fantastic they have such good resources for you um, mm-hmm. If you are struggling with that, Freeman, what were your thoughts on Miss um, James switching over? Well, I think it's phenomenal. She's switching over, of course. Um, I feel like she still has a little bit of work to do about it. I think that, um, you know, I think about this a lot. Like if somebody comes to, if we both have the same conclusion, right, which is that porn is wrong, yet we come to it from very different paths, Mm 
do we really agree? Mm, like, this is good. I think that you can partially. I think we can both agree that, you know, me and Miss James would probably both agree that it's bad for you emotionally. It's bad for your relationships. But ultimately, it destroys God's creation, which is your body and his plan for you and your sex life. So I'm not sure that we would even really agree. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like a perfectionist about it. I think it's fantastic that we can both agree it's bad. But, you know, there are accounts that will tell you porn is bad or don't watch porn, but because like the hoes like that, you know what I mean? Like the girls like it when the guy isn't watching porn. But if we come to the same conclusion through different means, do we really agree? That is such a good point. I like, it's just like when people, um, when women are survivors of human trafficking, so many organizations are Christian because, you know, they're coming out, but there has to be something else. Cause it's just yeah, like, it doesn't your feel human like that. Thing. It doesn't feel like that's there for yeah, her quite yet. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point. Especially, I mean, when she said, um, loving money is okay. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, and, and she says like, <laughs> and she says, no shame to the porn industry. And I'm like, yes, yeah. shame to the porn industry, you know? So yeah. I think that, I don't know, maybe that's just too difficult to make a 180 degree transition. Like, yeah, you know, so publicly, and of course, maybe she's afraid of being censored. Maybe she has had a much deeper conviction, but I'm I'm excited for more to come of it because it almost feels like maybe she's just doing it because like her boyfriend didn't want her to. You see what I'm saying? Wow, I love this because that's not at all. I'm just like, yay, someone else is out. But no, Freeman, Which is good. this yes, is a good person. Well, no, no, but you're giving another perspective, and that's what the show is about—different perspectives. But it mm-hmm. all comes back to being Christian. Anyway, I think you're making a very good point, and this goes to, and I guess this could also be kind of a question for you guys. When you have conversions, when should you come out and tell everyone about it? Because this is even with people who come out of any industry, really, or people who become Christians. And, you know, I think that the moment you accept Jesus in your heart and doesn't have to be the sinner's prayer, doesn't have to be, you know, straight baptism. It just whenever you accept that you are a wretched sinner and you need a savior, that's when it happens. So like, you know, I think that you should tell all your friends, but when should you get a platform is something that I think is discussed a lot, especially on Twitter, because there's been other girls who, um, it, it was this girl that was going viral for a while. Oh, we should have talked about the podcast. She was going viral for a while because she was saying how she used to be uh, this, you know, harlot. And she used to do X, Y, and Z. And now she is saved by God's grace. She is this, this, and that. And she even did the thing where, you know, and you guys know I low-key hate this. When you, like, post pictures of, like, your old life and, like, you know, you're, like, drunk and let's throw up. And then you're not wearing clothes. And you're like, look how I used to be. And it's like, I believed you. Yeah. Anyway, like, I, mm-hmm. you didn't have to show us. We believed you. But anyway, so she just started saying, like, she did that. And people were kind of like, well, like, how do we know you've actually changed? And I hate the idea of not believing someone's change. But I do think that's a good, um, I think it's healthy to an extent, of course, to kind of question, especially if it's someone like, you know, if we were to look and find out last week, 
is when she, like, you know, last week she posted her last video and she's explaining how she's switching porn, but, like, she's naked and, like, guys, I'm gonna stop. Like, mm-hmm. okay, then then it's kind of like, okay, girl, what you doing? Yeah, I and I, and she also writes, like, you know, a lot of the girls that are on OnlyFans, unfortunately, like, don't take sex work, like, seriously, and they don't have a respect for it. And I'm, like... That's a good point, too. Why what would does that even you? Mean? Yeah. You show and, why there's no reason to respect it. <laughs> you explain yeah, it to and, us, sis. <laughs> and, like, not that her photos are bad, really, at all. But, like, there's still a lot of cleavage happening. And I'm just... Yeah. And, you know, I'm just... <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit skeptical to be honest with you, but I'm I mean everyone starts somewhere, right? Like and you can't just overnight like realize all of God's grace. Like I'm still realizing it today. So I don't want to be a hypocrite, but it's just like a love of my sister. I want her to experience the fullness of God's grace and I'm hoping that she'll come to that if she hasn't already. I just clicked her Instagram Five days ago, she's wearing a topless photo with her hands covering her nipples. And then, Called it. Called wow. it. Okay. Called it. So Called it, it seems it. as if she Called doesn't it. fully Called understand. Called it. Um, Called it. Called it. It seems as if she doesn't fully understand why OnlyFans is bad. And you know what? This is this is good. We're realizing this together live on air. <laughs> um, I think so. This is I think you made such a valid point. There is a difference between realizing, like, I don't want to do OnlyFans because of X, Y, and Z versus this industry is wrong. It is wrong, so I am going away from it. What she's really just saying is she doesn't want... This is crazy. I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) I really was not expecting... I was like, you know, girl, maybe she's at church. We're over here judging her, and she could be at church. I am shooketh. My good sis is not wearing a top playing tennis. That's crazy. Oh, my. Also, like, it, it oh has my. been. Oh, my. She's naked okay. one of these. Okay, okay I'm it. done. Mallory. I'm getting off of it. I just, I couldn't, like, I really, I was rooting for her. We were rooting for you. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, it's trendy to be like, I'm done with this. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm high and mighty. It is. It's trendy, you know, and it's also like there's plenty of progressives that think pornography is yeah horrible, but we wouldn't agree on why. Yeah, see what I'm saying? That you are smart. This is a smart girl, you guys. You should be listening to free uh, free for all Fridays available on the Patreon. No, you're such you're making such a good point. That is the difference between her and another girl who stops and like change actually changes her life and doesn't just like delete her account is the reason why the why are you stopping this what is it that you think is wrong about this and even to your point she says she wants a high value man the reality is all those high value men podcasts and everything they do talk bad about OnlyFans girls so maybe she is saying i'm done with this like i i want a high value man and you have to have good intentions and with our worldview Everything goes back to holiness. Everything goes back to the Bible. Everything goes back to what does God call of us? You made a very, the why matters, you guys. That is the lesson we learned. We all learned this together. And this great little segment that we had, we learned the why matters. Um, We should move on to our next story. That should, be, a, that should be the title, the why matters. The why matters. Perfect. 
Um, so the next story is brought to you by NPR. This is a happy story. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. it's more of just reporting on it. There's nothing really to like. Oh, let's dig dissect. In. Yeah, there's nothing really to dissect about this because, like I said, the stories were a little bleh this week. Okay, here we go. Four children lost for 40 days after a plane crash are found alive in a Colombian jungle. Four indigenous children survived an Amazon plane crash that killed three adults and then wandered on their own in the jungle for 40 days before being found alive by Colombian soldiers. Officials in the South American country announced their rescue last Friday, bringing a happy ending to a saga with highs and lows as searchers frantically combed through the rainforest hunting for the youngsters. By Saturday, as the children received treatment, Wait, sorry. By Saturday, comma, as the children received treatment at a military hospital, Bottega, it remained unclear how the siblings, including an 11-month-year-old, managed to survive. President Gustavo Petro celebrated the news upon returning from Colombia, where he signed a ceasefire with representatives of the National Libertarian Army Rebel Group. He's expected to meet with the children Saturday. Petro called them an example of survival and predicted their saga will remain in history. I wonder Okay, can I start this? Is- yeah. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, wait, what were you saying? I was going to say, I wonder why they added that line about the ceasefire. Like, were the children... I- so, in my head, I'm- as I'm reading this, I'm like, okay, so they found the children. They're like, you know what? You guys found our children. That's it. Let's all have peace. Is that what happened? Like, that was just weird to add in the article. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, well, first of all, it's amazing they were okay. I heard a few other things. I was actually watching this, like, with my grandparents in Alabama, and they were like, wow. Aww. So I heard I heard that a lot of the children actually had, like, survival skills that their parents had taught them. So Ooh, nice. teach your kids survival skills. Number two, if you do get in a plane crash, friends, do not leave the plane site because That's what the I heard plane as well. has a tracker on it. So if you wander away, not saying the kids, like, are stupid or anything i'm not saying the average person probably would wander away because they're trying to find help like in my head like if i were to crash exactly and food right yeah yeah okay but i will say and this is something that i probably thought way too much of 40 appears a lot in the bible yeah it's 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 a time okay you bear with me I think this is this could be symbolic, okay? Because 40 is oftentimes a time of, you know, fasting. It's a time of trial. I'm just saying, you know? Yeah, it represents a generation. 40 years in the Bible means a generation. When the um, Israelites were wandering the desert, it was 40 exactly. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I did notice the 40. I picked up on the 42. Yeah. I try not to mm-hmm. be too numeral- into numerology. Um, but I did pick up on that, and I was just kind of like, okay. All right. That's, that's interesting. But let's just acknowledge it, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I agree. Like, I picked up on that, too. I was like, 40? Hmm. But I hmm. think it was really cool that, like, a like they survived. That's crazy to survive 40 days out there by yourself as kids. I also heard that they were playing like the voice, like their grandmother's voice on a loudspeaker, like through the jungle, telling them to stay put. And they've like, oh, the kids. They like, just tried all kinds of things. Yeah. No, like the the government played on a loudspeaker, like, hey kids, like we know we know you're out there, we're looking for you, like stay put. And they did it on like a loudspeaker. Yeah. A loud, loud, loudspeaker. 
And the kids stayed put, I'm assuming, when they heard it, or? I don't know what they did when they heard it, but it's just interesting to see yeah. the different, like, measures that were taken. Yeah, that's really cool. And that yeah. this is a good, happy story. Like, I feel yeah. like we don't get a lot of these good, happy stories, so it's always good. Like, when they rescued those soccer players uh, that were trapped in the cave in, I want to say Cambodia, maybe? This was Whoa. years ago. It was, like little league soccer players they were trapped in like a cave or something in cambodia and they brought all they saved all of them it was really oh my sweet gosh. stories like that i'm just like oh nice That's and the why doesn't matter the why right now is just because yeah answered prayers yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> our next story is another kind of sort of happy story starts off a little sad but then it's happy um and this one brought to you by apple news a South Carolina woman mouth helped me to a police officer doing a traffic stop. Her passenger had just shot someone. Mm, crazy. I know. I'm so glad you sent this to me. This was so interesting. The police department recognized Officer Kayla Wallace's quick response in a way to go Wednesday Facebook post. Wallace pulled over a white Jeep that had ran a red light during a red light along U.S. Highway 17 shortly before sunrise on May 28th. While that was speaking the killer's first mistake. Well, second mistake. Well, okay. So, uh, one second. I, I have a comment on that. <clears throat> okay. While speaking with the female driver and male passenger, Wallace reportedly noticed that the woman felt distressed, according to the authorities. While the male passenger wasn't looking at the driver, the female silently mouthed, help me, repeatedly to Wallace. North Myrtle Beach police spokesman Pat Wilkinson said in a statement to CNN. Taking note of the driver's de uh, discreet plea for assistance, Wallace removed the passenger from the Jeep and placed him in her patrol car's back seat. The officer returned to speak with the woman who was driving, and the woman frantically told Wallace that the man sitting in her police vehicle had just shot a person, according to authorities. Oh my gosh. Yes. Soon after, dispatchers sent a radio alert for officers to be on the lookout for a vehicle recently involved in a shooting in Horny, Horry <laughs> County. The arrested passenger was identified as Collins Bates, who was accused of shooting someone outside of a sports bar in Myrtle Beach. Bates, 29, forced a woman to drive him away from the bar after the shooting due to Officer Wallace's proactively patrolling the streets on North Myrtle Beach. Even to the last 30 minutes of her shift, a suspect in a shooting was arrested and an unlawfully carried pistol was recovered underneath the suspect's seat. Our department and our community is lucky to have Officer Wallace. The post reads. So. So what would you have done? Oh, well, okay. So here's the thing. The reason why what you said, um, you said that was the shooter's worst, mis uh, worst mistake, but the shooter wasn't the one driving. She was driving. I wonder, because oh. she was driving. She was the driver. But here's the thing. I oh, wonder she purposely if she ran purposely, in. yeah, because she probably saw the cop and like, I wonder if See, she I would not have been that smart. Yeah, well, that's something. So you guys know how much I, I love. I would have been afraid of being like shot for running the red light. By the police? By the passenger. Well, I think that they wouldn't have cared if nothing happened. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean like Got when it. they realized the. So like, I feel like the passenger was probably. Because here's the other thing too. Like when we see the stuff in movies, they're like overhyping it. This ran like criminals in real life 
in my opinion, not that I've met a bunch, but in my opinion, <laughs> criminals in real life aren't really like quick on their feet. Like they're not really like uh, masterminds. <laughs> like that's just how they're written mm-hmm. in movies. So I feel like he saw they pulled over and was like, oh shoot, okay. All right, just act normal. And then, cause she said that he was like kind of looking away. He wasn't, even, and if the gun was under his seat, he should have been quick. Like if he was really thinking, he should have been quick to grab it, to shoot the police officer. Like he didn't even do that. Cause I think like realistically he was scared. Like, and like, if you even see some of these videos of people um, in court, like I feel like a lot of these people, especially the little, not dumb, but like the minor things that aren't like big um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rings stuff offenses. like that. Offenses. These people are just stupid. Like they're just, and they're just, <laughs> no, I, I seriously do. I think they're just like kind of like stupid and they're not really thinking their next step. Like a lot of people, once again, I don't know a lot of criminals. This is just like from what I've seen. A lot of people don't think about the next step. They just do something that they should not have done. This guy just randomly shot some, well, I don't know if it was random. This guy shot somebody and then, here's the other thing too if you shoot somebody why would you not have a getaway option like that was also <laughs> stupid too like you shoot in a public area at a bar you shoot someone at a bar and they go what do i do like you should already have a getaway option so that just kind of shows how he just wasn't thinking but i do think she was like quick on her feet i'm guessing because i think she read the ran the red light got it on her own i think i don't got know it. if she didn't she should say she did just for funsies just yeah to, you know <laughs> like as she's like oh, yeah I actually this on purpose I do want to be a little bit of a critic I don't think it was attention to detail if she was mouthing help me like repeatedly <laughs> well like <laughs> I mean yes like good on her for noticing but like how could you not if she was mouthing help me repeatedly to a police officer because I mean I guess like well, and also, too, they made a good point um, that it was only 30 minutes left, and you don't have to, like, they didn't have to pull her over. Like, I think that's what they mean. Just, like, you weren't just hmm. being lazy. Well, she did her job by pulling her over. Right. But she didn't have to. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes, so I was listening to, if you guys listen to Crime Weekly, you would love it. Um, I got Freeman listening, um, yep. and they did, like, a quick, they on Wednesdays do like a quick 30 minute sometimes 40 minute like episode about something and they did this oh maybe I'll I need to remember to link it and they talked about this um and Derek who's a former police officer he said that sometimes like you don't mean to do this but like you are at your patrol and you know you could be on your phone or you could be logging a previous thing on your laptop Mm because you're logging something that previously happened and someone zooms by and you're just like oh i can't get it right i gotta finish this or yeah if you're not you know if you're not attentive you're on your phone blah 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 blah. and they were just like praising him or praising her for like being good and on top of it well, okay. Well, she deserves, definitely deserves a pat on the back, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it was smart to get him, like, in the patrol car. You know, that was Yeah, that was, that was cl- Now, that was clever, too. Because, like, mm-hmm. I, and you know what? Who, part of the reason why I'm not a cop is because, like, help. I'd probably be reading her lips out loud. Help me. And, like, then, you know. Like, what? Yeah. What are I'm you like, saying? I can't hear what you're saying, ma'am. Can you talk a little louder? Like, yeah. and then, you know, then we're all dead. So, I think it was still good. I think the cop did great. I am proud of her. I'm proud of the girl who ran the red light as well. 
Okay, so let's get to our last story. We have been trying to talk about this story. Oh my gosh, like how many times have we pushed this back? weeks. I think this is like the third time it's been on the docket. I really want to talk about this story because I have so much to say. Well, not so much to say, but I have stuff to say. Okay, here we go. It was going viral on Twitter like three, four weeks ago, but whatever, we'll bring it back. Okay, this is a weird science moment. Billionaire vampire in training injects himself with teenage blood to reverse biological age. That's the title of the article. Smart. Good idea. <laughs> I, grabbed my attention. Um, <laughs> anti-aging obsessed tech billionaire Brian Johnson seemed to have taken inspiration from Mad Max and Dracula for his latest attempt at reversing his biological age. Johnson 45 revealed that he had recruited his his... 17-year-old son and 70-year-old dad for a multi-generational blood plasma swap. This is just the latest in bizarre venture in his quest for longevity or in... This is the latest bizarre venture in his quest for longevity or immortality. Project Blueprint is what it's called. Previously, Johnson had undergone monthly MRIs and invested in overnight erection tracker as part of his $2 million annual longevity expenses. In a YouTube video documenting the procedure, the trio heads to Resurgence Wellness, a medical spa near Dallas, Texas. There, Johnson and his son have a liter of their blood extracted and broken into piece parts, a process that separates plasma from red blood cells. Plasma is a yellowish liquid component of your blood that carries hormones, nutrients, and waste through your body. One separated plasma can be used during blood transfusions to treat autoimmune diseases, clotting disorders, and immune deficiencies, according to the Red Cross. After the extraction, Johnson receives a liter of his son's blood, and his father receives a liter of his blood. This isn't the first time Johnson had hopped on this trend. He says he has previously received plasma transfusions from an anonymous young donor, but this multi-generation multi-generational exchange was the first time he's taking blood from his son who has also been on the blueprint project protocol for two years quote we do all of our blood work together if you look at the results of our blood work we're almost indistinguishable end quote oh that's so cute is it elective plasma transfusions from young donors are the newest craze in biohacking community this procedure hopes to regenerate hair growth boost cognitive function, and starve off markers of biological aging. However, the FDA released a statement discouraging elective young blood infusions, knowing that these claims are unproven. Oh, no. Can you believe that? It sounded so legit. (laughs) I know. I was signing up as as I was reading it. We should exchange blood. We should. So that I don't, no, so that you don't age because you're seven years older than me. Yeah, that I and I think that'll work. Even though yeah, the FDA does say it's unproven, but you know who can trust the FDA these days? <laughs> Just joking. okay. This picture of them is so terrifying. I know they look really creepy. <laughs> I'm looking at their plasma. I don't want to look at anybody's plasma. No, thank you. I know. Well, <clears throat> it's obviously just sad that people are like so afraid of aging. I mean. <clears throat> It's a, aging is a completely natural, beautiful process, and I don't feel like I need to go into that too much, but 
it's your body's natural way of slowing down, you know, taking care of itself and being more connected with yourself. And so it's kind of ridiculous to try to stop the aging process. It's sad, ultimately, because it's an insecurity. Yes. And I think stopping the aging process and all that stuff is so in vogue right now. Women mm-hmm. are doing it. Women are doing, I feel like, a little bit less than men are doing, it sounds <laughs> like. Um, but women are spending thousands. I mean, I have friends that spend thousands of dollars a month on skincare, on uh, little injections, and, like, Botox. I, Botox. And, like, oh I just gosh. don't, I personally just don't think that's necessary. Um yeah. And I just, I that's not something that I want to do do in my life like i just i have the money if i have thousands of dollars like i would definitely i have like a hundred different things i'd want to spend it on a bajillion other things than to stop aging and here's one thing that i think about and i'm not saying everybody that wants to stop aging um feels this way i think it's more people who are obsessed with like living forever like you know they say i don't remember this guy um I can't remember who it was, but one of these bajillionaires, he had like seven heart attacks or something like that. And, or he died like seven times. They kept reviving him. And the joke was like, Hey, like God's telling you something like, which isn't funny. But my whole point is like, he is one of those, he was one of those guys. It's like, no, I'm gonna live forever. I'm going to do whatever I can live forever. I personally think that mindset i don't know this man's salvation i don't think he was a christian he wasn't known for being a christian but um this is what i personally think people who have that mindset a lot of that is like being afraid to die because you don't know what's going to happen i think like if you are okay with dying to an extent obviously you know there's extremes but if you're okay Mm -hmm. with dying i think a lot of that has to because you're assured in your salvation you're you know for a fact like you're going to go to heaven so like and I think that has a lot to do like partially with me like I just I I have no interest in living forever I'm I'm gonna same that sounds horrible it sounds awful I have no interest in living to be like well I don't want to say the number because if my mom's listening she'd be mad at me but like there (laughs) I just there's no reason to live to be some of these ages that people live to be don't stop like, it just because yeah just Unless because you're doing something like yeah i'm changing the like i'm saving the world if you unless you're mick okay right unless unless you have to save the world unless you're mick or ben there's no reason like i don't think you should don't stop now i've got you know let's say god does have me out here like i'm not gonna do anything to stop at 120 like that. Yeah, yeah you know if i'm out here till 120 i mean you're gonna like First of all, I should be praised, if I'm being honest. If I want to live <laughs> a regular American girl, especially someone who spent a good chunk of her life, like, you know, obese, like, if I live to be 120, I should be studied and I should be praised, okay? <laughs> so if I am, if I do live that long, like, I, obviously, you know, I'm going to live my best life, but, like, I just don't see the, like, I, I know I'm going to go to heaven. The merit, like, yeah. I, I just don't see the point. Like, I'm going to go to heaven. Like, I'm, I'm happy about that. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited to go to heaven. I'm excited to move forward. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing what God has called me to do while I'm here. But, you know, what? I, and once again, that, that just goes back to, like, if a lot of times I think people are just afraid of, like, what's going to happen, um, like, in the next, in whatever is next. Yeah. And I think, like, if I didn't have that assurance that 
I'm going to go to heaven, that I'm a Christian, like, I'm going to be with Jesus mm-hmm. one day, I think I'd try to stay alive, too, because you really don't know. Like, you would, yeah. that's a reason to work so hard to do everything right and to just to get as much, not even do everything right, I'm sorry, to get as much money, billionaires, to get as much money as possible because, you know, you got to be able to do all these things and if you live a long time and, like, da 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 you know? So, yeah. Yeah, and, like, Fighting aging, I once again, like, so back to the aging aspect of it, because it was talking about aging, fighting aging, and immortality. Um, so back to the aging part of it, like, I understand the need and the desire to want to look your best. Like, I get that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't think that aging means you look bad. Like, my grandmother, my, gra- my great-grandma was 103, 104 she looks fantastic. Like, not a day over. I know, I know. that, And it's in my genes. So, anyway. <laughs> she was like 100, 100, 300, 400, something like that. Like, um, did, like, and I'm not trying to be funny. Or she, I feel like she didn't look a day over, like, 60 or 70. Like, she looks wow. great. Like, you know, and she didn't do any of this extra, like, you know, yeah. like, like extra, and, which is fine. I'm not knocking those that can't, that do that. And if you feel mm-hmm. as if you have to do that, you know, maybe your family just doesn't, because a lot of it is genetics, you know, some of your family just doesn't have those type of genetics. So I'm not knocking that at all. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I just don't, I, I think, you know, just being mindful of, like, am I obsessing over this? And we all can right. have those things. Like, once again, I'm not coming at those who, that is their thing. Like, we all have our things. Like, I obsess over things I shouldn't be obsessing over as well. Um, but yeah, just being mindful of like, why, why do we want to stop aging? Aging isn't terrible. It's not the worst thing that can happen to you. A lot worse. And dying isn't the worst thing that's going to happen to you either. No, dying is not the worst thing. And if you have believed in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you have received and confessed him as your savior and Lord, you don't have to worry about it. Romans 10, 9 and 10. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening to Those Are The Girls. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Um, Let us know in the comments and on Spotify. Let us know. Well, I was going to say, do you think that this is a real convert uh, back to our home girl at the beginning? Do this is a real conversion or she's just kind of, but we kind of already figured that out. We already figured that Um, one out. Let us know. Or you know what? Let us know if you even think that's important. Do you really, do you think that the why is important? Is that something that you think that, um, yeah. yeah. Or do you just think like, it doesn't matter why she quit porn? As she quit she porn. Quit. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Um, and then our poll will be, um, <laughs> have you ever met a criminal? Just joking. Um, our poll will be, do you, are you, taking any anti-aging measures at this present time Not- and another good question could be like what extent does anti-aging measures become problematic Ooh. okay that should be the question so it's like one question and one poll so let's that can be the question okay and then the poll will be does the why actually matter got it yes perfect and yeah Exactly. So you'll see all this on Spotify, everybody. Uh, So go ahead and answer those questions. And like I said, make sure you share with your friends. This was a kind of a silly-ish episode. Wasn't Mm -hmm. as, you know, not like how we usually do it. Stimulating. No, 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 no. But 
It was interesting. I can tell you that. Um, so Always go ahead and share it. Share it with your friends. Um, use this time to go back and listen to previous episodes. We have almost 300 episodes. So, wow, excuse me. Sorry, that was a weird hiccup. Um, go back and check those out. Check out our Patreon. We do have some stuff. We have Freeman Free free for all Fridays by Freeman mm-hmm. is on there. And by the time you guys see this, there'll be a new one out. We have mm-hmm. that. And then we also have other previous episodes on the Patreon, um, ep- exclusives, uh, check out our merch and make sure that you are leaving a rate. If you're listening on, on Apple podcast, that's the best way to get people to know about the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you leave us a five star review. If you felt like this wasn't a five star episode and you don't feel like, and you're like, oh, I only want to give it a five-star rating if I felt like if it was five-star. Go ahead and listen to other episodes and then go ahead and give it a five-star. <laughs> um, but don't give us a four. Just, we are kind of trying to only do fives right now. So <laughs> only give right us a Right now, five. maybe later. Yeah, maybe later we'll take four. Right now, let's just stick with five stars. Um, So yeah, you guys. Bye. Peace.